Hello and welcome to episode 85 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charlotte. <laughs> and welcome back. Uh, we had a long weekend. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. I know I didn't answer emails yesterday, so I guess it's a long weekend. Uh, yeah, I it's it's sort of I already didn't know what day it was. And then you add this long weekend into it. And now I mean literally Sean this morning was like, You have a podcast today. I'm like, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Because without that reminder, I don't know where I'd be right now. So <laughs> no idea what day it was. Oh, see, um, I still, I know every day of the week, because Justin still has to get up, and he has to go into an office, and so, like, we have an alarm, and we have all, like, nothing has changed here, literally, so I'm always aware of what day it is. But, I know, but didn't you kind of wake up this morning and think it was Monday? I woke up out this morning and thought, I don't want to get out of bed, because <laughs> I was so exhausted last night, I went to bed at, I'm not kidding, 7.24, and the alarm went off at 5.30, I'm like, could sleep for another three uh, hours like I was just like amazing. I had hit the wall and that was it <laughs> oh that sounds amazing that's, yeah that sounds pretty good actually <laughs> it was glorious I mean the falling into bed because I didn't know what I was doing and couldn't see anymore not so great but the sleeping for so long was wonderful yeah that sounds pretty I, good every night I say I'm gonna go to bed early and then every night we don't and then Nora's been staying up later and later because, you know, it's, now it's summer here go, yeah. and nowhere to go. And uh, anyway, we ended up watching a movie and then I started watching another documentary movie after that. And I was like, I cannot watch this anymore. I, have to <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I feel like I've told you too, but I don't think I've said it on the podcast that my favorite thing in the world is in the summer when it's still light out and I go to bed. Like I like to be in bed in the summer before the sun goes down. It brings me so much joy. I just feel like I'm doing life right. And I don't know why. I, just love and I don't do it often but like that once a month once every two weeks where I'm like yeah this is great and I'm probably not asleep <laughs> I'm probably like reading or watching tv but it just it feels yeah. like I've succeeded that day yeah. Yeah. yeah and I can tell that you were very busy this weekend because you have paint on your hands <laughs> oh and my arm oh yeah you're covered can yeah. see that <laughs> yeah I I had a weekend, people. Like, we planted our tomato garden. Um, we are building a cabinet for my friend and her roommate. They actually came over for a little bit and helped one day this weekend. But they, they want a custom litter cabinet for their cat's litter box. And, like, he won't go in, like, a normal. It's a whole story. Anyway, we're building this. Like, it looks like a credenza that you would put your TV on. Mm -hmm. Um we don't really know how to make cabinets, so we're learning. So I've been building that cabinet all week, and that's almost ready to go. Uh, we did some gardening. I bought some new flowers. We bought a fountain, so we had to install a fountain. Oh, your fountain. It looks really good. Oh, thank you. I'm in love with it. We've been wanting it forever, but, like, we dug trenches and run the, ran the electricity underground. Like, I had a weekend. I was busy. And <laughs> I made homemade pasta twice. With my new pasta press. Wow. <laughs> so you earned that 725 bedtime. This is yeah. why I went to bed at 724 last night. Like I was yeah. done. Yeah. Now, see, that's funny because I'm, I like to go to bed early. Like I'm in bed by 10 o'clock at the latest usually, but I want every minute of that sunlight in the summer. Like I, I love it when the days get longer. Cause I get like, I'm just really, um, 
the sun, the amount of sunlight I get really affects me and my mood. And so I live for this time of year where it's not dark until like 8.30 at night. It is fantastic. So I'm not missing a minute of it. But the second it goes down, I'm like, you know, in the winter when it's like four o'clock and the sun goes down, I'm like, okay, is it too early to go to sleep? Like here. (laughs) Seven o'clock is a perfectly acceptable bedtime. I don't see what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. So this week's topic coming up is going to be, I'm calling it the good cop, bad cop episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) It's how to be a good guest. Slash, how pet not peeves. do everything that irritates Heather at the park? <laughs> yes. How yeah. stop it? <laughs> Our pet peeves. So, um, let's get into it. I was telling Heather and Charlotte that I started to write my list of like how to sort of organize this podcast, and I it it started as a list of like Disney songs, and unfortunately I couldn't. I tried to do the whole list. I tried to find Disney songs to go with the whole list, and I ran out. But that's okay. So. Let's start with our first one. And I wish I had clips of the Disney songs ready to go because that would be fantastic. But also we don't own the rights to those and can't use them. You're just going to sing them for us. There you go. (laughs) I, in my head, I actually had a jingle going. I was like, be our good guest, be our good guest. I had a whole thing going. I really, I was, I was, I spent way too much time on it this morning to not have it pay off. Um, Anyway, so first up, be prepared. I feel like this is the very first thing <laughs> that a Disney guest needs to do to be a good guest, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It starts at it starts at home. So obviously, as all things do. Yeah, but obviously now you can do things. Six, well, you can book a year and a half in advance. Some in some cases, you mm-hmm. can book your dining reservations. You can book your fast pass reservations and things like that. Um, but when you actually get there, if you don't have everything in front of you with what you are doing <laughs> then you really don't know um you know what what to do because if you have all these dining reservations booked and these fast fast reservations booked yet you don't know where you're going every single day yeah you have what to if that. you don't even have uh dining reservations or fast passes booked and then you're standing in the corner screaming at each other about yes. how you know it's- Cinderella's royal table is booked full and how could you miss this? And the kids are screaming and crying and you're mad because you can't get on seven dwarves mind train. I don't want to hear your fight people. It makes me really uncomfortable. I don't like it. Don't like to see it. This is exactly who I'm talking about. I'm talking (laughs) about the people that didn't even know you could make dining reservations that, that decided they were going to Disney that paid a lot of money to be there and then did zero research. Now, listeners, we're not talking to you because we know, we know if you're listening to this, you know, (laughs) you know what to do. We're talking to those family members and friends that went to Disney and came home and complained because they didn't get to dine with Mickey because they didn't make a reservation because they didn't know they had to. That's who we're talking to. (laughs) I'm sorry. At what, what type of vacation? I can think of exactly one vacation that you can just show up and do nothing. And that's an all-inclusive resort. And even then, if you wanted to do an excursion or go see the sites off of your little beach there, you would need a reservation for that. You need to do some kind of planning. This is not a beach vacation. Even a beach vacation, unless it's all-inclusive, you still, like, need to know what there is to do in the area. Yeah. There's planning involved. Yeah. I think people sometimes think that Disney, like, 
I think they think the magic is real and that they're just going <laughs> to show up and everything is just going to magically happen. Like they're just going to waltz into Cinderella castle and have dinner with her. And Mickey's going to be there to shake their hands. And by the way, I didn't think I was going to start ranting this soon, but here comes people. <laughs> Heather didn't start. It was no nope, Heather didn't start. It didn't me this time. <laughs> Disney's commercials do not help this impression <laughs> because they make it look like that's exactly what happens. They well, show you these commercials. Your, your five-year-old daughter runs into Cinderella's open arms in her matching gown and then they hug and twirl around. I cannot. <laughs> I lose my mind every time that commercial comes on the TV and I start yelling and then I walk out of the room because I can't handle it and I have PTSD and I'm stressed. Like that's just, all right, I can't. Okay, I feel so like that can't happen. You just have to plan for it. Well, here's something that their commercials do not show and that people do not seem to realize is that no matter when you go, Disney World has other people there. There are what? crowds. Yeah, there are crowds. There are lines. But that's not what it looks like in the commercial, Charlotte. I know. <laughs> but you need to know that if you go, like I had somebody ask me one time, is Disney World even open on Christmas Day? And I say, oh, yeah. And it's like the busiest day of the year. Or, you know, we want to go between Christmas and New Year's so we can avoid crowds. No, that's the busiest <laughs> week of the year. So even if you go, you know, September 10th, which used to be not crowded, it's now a little bit more crowded. And it's still, there are still people there and you're still going to have to wait in line. And the most popular attraction for you is also going to be the most popular attraction for everybody else. So you have to plan and you have to be aware that let's say you do no planning. That's fine. You got to be aware that you're going to be in that line. Yeah. Period. And I've had actually, I, I had a client one time and it's the only time in 13 years that this has ever happened that when I explained to her sort of what was involved in planning a Disney vacation, she said, yeah, I'm not doing any of that. And I said, okay, that's fine are you okay eating, you know, quick service the entire time? She said, yep, we're going because I'm retiring from the military and I am sick and tired of someone telling me when I need to be and where. So I'm going to walk around the parks. I'm going to get on the rides that don't have long lines and I'm going to eat whatever's closest to me. I was like, have a fantastic time. Do that. That's amazing. But she knew going into it what to expect. She right. was prepared. Yeah. She was yeah. prepared. And to be honest, that's the kind of Disney traveler I, I am, especially <laughs> yeah. since I used to live there. Like, we all I, just, I just <laughs> yes. go, you know, and if there's something that I really want to do, like for October when I go and I'm going during food and wine, you better believe I am going to make reservations for about six different uh, specialty food and wine events. But I'm not going to make dining reservations there if I can't just walk into Rose and Crown. Oh, well, who cares? Like, yeah, right. Do yeah. your preparation and you'll be fine. Yeah. But I feel like you, but that's your preparation is no preparation. So yeah, if you get I to go a lot. Yeah. If you get to go a lot like we do, which is fantastic. But I, yeah, I usually don't prepare that much. But less. yes. However, you know, we haven't been in a while. We are not going again for a while so I may do more the next time I go because you know we've missed out but that's you know something that I have to prepare for and have to know and I've told my family if we can't get on this ride or can't go to this restaurant you're gonna have to deal with it <laughs> because <Yeah>. that's life <laughs> I don't want to hear it yeah <laughs> right, right. Yeah. all right so 
be prepared, do, do your research and then decide what's right for you. We are not saying that you need to plan every single moment of every day. We are not saying that you need to make, you know, three advanced dining reservations and three fast passes for every day of your entire, no, we are just saying, be prepared, know what you're getting into. That's all we're saying. All right. Which brings us to, oh, where to go next? Be aware. <laughs> Let's move on to be aware. All right. This one might take a while, guys. <laughs> I was about to say, the two of you, I have a list here from the two of you. Okay. All right. Heather, you go first. Is it, I, just people, come <laughs> on. Like, I. okay, we'll start with this one. You don't need to walk five people across a sidewalk with your arms linked and, oh my gosh, it's so magical. And let's hold everybody's hands and skip to Cinderella Castle. No, there are other people behind you trying to get around you because you're walking two miles an hour. And you know what? That's your right. That's fantastic. You want to take in your surroundings, but I have to get to Space Mountain and I just want to simply be able to move. You don't need to take up that much space. Be aware yeah yeah yep and it's okay if you're walking two miles an hour and it's okay if you're walking you know a couple people side by side um and it's okay if you're doing it for five feet because you want the photo op like maybe there's you know somebody's taking a picture of the five of you like fine but i yeah just don't do it the whole way down main street like People are trying to get around you. Other people are, you know, come on. You don't own that sidewalk. Like there's hundreds of thousands of other guests there that need to move as well. If you are going to be going slower than what normal is on the street, it's like when you're driving, right? Like you got to keep up with the flow, keep up of, with the traffic. flow of traffic. <laughs> you're going slower. Be aware of that and move out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Or to the side or to the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We always Which, say pull over. Uh, we always yeah. say, let's pull over and do this, even though right. it's not. That brings me to my next pet peeve. Yeah. Pull over. If you need to check the map or tie a shoe, what? I, this, I like, I actually yell out to my family members when they do this because <laughs> it is so irritating to me that I promise you 100% of the time, I never do this because I hate it so much. Yeah. If you have to tie a shoe, you have to read a map move to the side what possesses a human to just stop where they are like that's going to cause me to crash into you or me to have to stop short then i'm getting rammed by a stroller in the ankles like pull over would you just stop your car in the middle of the freeway of course you wouldn't you'd pull to the shoulder i hate that i hate it so (laughs) (laughs) um the Yes, that like if you, most of the time right now, people don't usually use the paper maps. They're they're on their smartphone because they're trying to make the reservations for or check what they have or whatever. So that's a, and I know that I think it's people, even worse. Yeah, because <laughs> people, people are see, so used to walking with it. their phones yeah. and their faces, you know, that yeah. they're not even yeah. 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 And Here's I always have my phone in my hand because I'm taking a photo or I'm doing this or I'm doing that, but I'm mm-hmm. not looking at it you know if i pull it up to look at it i want to pull over um Especially or at the magic kingdom there are like the the trolley yeah. grates like it's dangerous watch where you're going like yeah. if i have a sunblock i'm pulling to the side i'm not just gonna <laughs> yeah. stand there and spray yeah we, oh. always, we always have to you know we will say like where do you want to go next what do you want to do and we, if we'll pull over to talk about it if we're gonna stop because that's 
Even yeah. my daughter will say, let's pull over and talk about this. <laughs> yeah. so she she knows. Well. She's well-trained. She's well-trained. It's just right. so rude to me. Like, again, be aware. You are not the only human on the planet. Just because you need to stop right here, right now, doesn't mean the 50,000 people around you do. It's, yeah. it's I rude. Think- it's, I think it is rude, but I don't think it's intentionally rude. That's the thing. Like, people, no, it's, it's, it's not, there's no malice behind it typically. But yeah. It's just being unaware. But yeah. that's the problem is that people are unaware of how rude they are. Be aware that there are other humans on this planet. And guess what? That goes for your everyday life, too. It's not just Disney, but Disney, we're all crushed into one tiny little space. Like, you're not so important over me move to the side and I will gladly do the same for you yeah all right speaking of sort of spatial awareness Charlotte you had one um sort of being aware of other people yes I uh bothers me so much when people are waiting for a parade or the fireworks and they're standing in front of me because I don't push my way to the very front but they'll put their kid on their shoulders in front of me and I I know that there are plenty of people who do that, but if you're going to do that, then you can stand behind you everybody stand else. The back. Right. And then the kid can see, um, because especially when a, par- when there's a parade, there's really the people crowd in. So there's really nowhere for me to go. And if you put your kid on your shoulders in front of me, then I'm definitely not going to be able to see. Right. Um, not every adult is, you know, five foot 10. Yeah, yeah, like me. I can't see I can't see over most children. Neither, neither of them yeah. are no. you know. Yeah. No. Um and I t- I tried to be a little bit cognizant of that fact because like I don't want to push my way to the very very front because there are children who right. want to see it. However, I also try to push my way halfway up because I am also short and short. I want to see. Yeah. And I'm not and I'm not saying push my way like being rude. I just mean you can kind of finagle yourself. Even, you know, and like, especially if I sit there and wait 20 minutes before the parade starts, then you come up in front of me and put your kid on your shoulders. You know, that's, you know, I have found my spot where I am not in the way. And then you make yourself back away. To being prepared. If you know what time the parade comes, really, like you learn that people line up hours in advance, you should then have to wait. You're not, you know, like if this is something that's important to you to see, then wait for it don't show up at the last minute and then inconvenience other people yeah the kid on the shoulders Uh, thing really if you're going to do that you should be at the very back like there's no reason for you to be at the front or the middle of the pack with a kid on your shoulders you have to know that you're blocking the people behind you and i have been approached by people who have said like they have their little kid and they said can they stand right here in front of you yeah absolutely that's fine because i can see over your kid you know that's that's fine i have no problem with that and i have no problem with sharing space for a parade you know because it's it's crowded in there yeah i just don't want you in front of me with somebody on your shoulders can we also talk under the heading of be aware can we talk about parents and children oh my gosh yes you go first (laughs) yeah you're like here here mom you take that one (laughs) yeah (laughs) you need to again disney is not some magical place where no bad thing ever happens the fact that you're in disney does not make you or your child immune to injury or other ill-fated things you have got to got to got to keep an eye on your children Mm -hmm. please 
If you are eating lunch and your children are playing nearby, do not be so fixated on your Casey's hot dog that you are unaware of your child 10 feet away who is literally climbing over the fence and chasing the ducks at the Magic Kingdom. That is not okay. (laughs) As somebody who doesn't have children, I also don't want to be rammed into or run over or hit with a toy because you're paying attention to your lunch or you're having a conversation and you've just gotten so tired you don't want to watch your kids. I get it. That's why I don't have children because I don't want to do that 24-7. But they're still your responsibility. They're not my responsibility. Well, I have a I have a general policy that I don't if it's a stranger's kid, I don't want to touch them. Like because I don't want any kind of right issue. Yeah. However, one time I was on It's a Small World and the kid in front of me had his arm dangling in the water. And we were coming up on that dock. And oh. so I reached Ooh. up and grabbed that arm and flung, I basically flung it to do it so fast. You know, and the dad looked at me and I went, uh uh-uh. uh, he was about to get his arm ripped off by that dog. Yeah. I do not feel bad about that whatsoever. But, <laughs> you know, he was really unaware of what his kid was doing. Right. And I mean, there would have been a big issue if yeah. I hadn't stepped in. And yeah. yeah. And, and I get and that. I get it as a mom, I get it. I've lost my kid at Hollywood Studios. Like I've I've gotten separated from my child because the other adult in question, my mom, was <laughs> not paying attention and didn't hear when we, you know, we said, Ryan, go with Nan, you know. Yeah. And in the literally 15 feet but on a very busy day getting into Hollywood Studios, in between him leaving me and him getting to my mom, who was looking ahead and wasn't aware he was behind her, we got separated. It happens. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the parents and you've seen them. You know you've seen them probably at Epcot, probably on a weekend, probably with a glass of wine in their hands, not paying as close of attention as they should be to their offspring. Yeah, Yeah, we're talking to you parents who have your kids sitting in a seat and is kicking the back of my seat. Like, no, that's not okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm talking to you parents who are so busy in line and so tired that you're ignoring your children, that they're jumping all over the handrails and smacking into my backpack and just like running right up next to me. Uh, I'm also talking to you parents who start moving and leave your kid behind you 15 feet. So now like I can't move past you in the line because you're not paying attention that you left your kid there. Like that's what we're talking to. Yeah. You're tired, I get it, but then, like, bring extra family members if you can't handle the vacation of watching your kids. Because I paid just as much money as you did to be there, and I would like to not be hit by a child repeatedly. (laughs) Yeah. Also, while we're at it, don't let your kids push the stroller around Disney World. I don't care how much they scream. I know they love to do that at home or in the grocery store, but at Disney World, that is not the place for it because that's how my ankles get clipped. Yeah. Just saying, I'm just going to throw that out there. There's too many people for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have to be aware that Disney is a very crowded space and that you don't have the freedom of movement that you might on other vacations. And so right. I think sometimes that's a difficult jump for people to make because they're so used to behaving in a certain way at home or they're used to behaving in a certain way in other destinations and they just it just doesn't register. Um, and so that's why our plea is be aware. <laughs> Just be aware. Yeah. Uh, all right. So moving on. Um, we don't be prepared. We don't be aware. Be compliant. And this is part of be aware. But be compliant. 
Somebody want to explain what we mean by that? Follow the rules. <laughs> I mean, do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I, okay. Here's here's my first one as an example. But Disney has banned smoking in their parks. Um, the last trip that I was there was Sarah in February. Everybody was smoking. It seemed like in Vaping. right in front of us when we were uh, waiting for the fireworks, they were smoking. Middle of a big in crowd, the, right in front of Cinderella Castle. Right in the lines or mainly the outside they at least they knew not to do it inside but a couple times in queues yeah they're smoking um Mm -hmm. so i don't know like i think overall the smoking policy is better because now you don't walk through like the ones that you have to go to the bathroom you're walking through all this smoke or something like that but the rules say no smoking in the parks at all and that's for everybody's safety and i just i mean it's uh, sure, it's inconvenient for you because you have to go outside the park, but it's for everybody else. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't and care. I don't, it's you know, true. I don't want to, yeah. And I don't want to say anything to those people because I don't want to have a confrontation, but right. I'll tell a cast member and they can yeah, do it. Yeah, then, because then you're on TMZ as the Karen that like, you know, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And vaping... I have many, I'm the mother of a teenager, so I have many thoughts on vaping, but vaping has made it so much worse because oh, vaping is the worst. Ugh. It's, they can get away with it so quickly, you know, mm-hmm. and it's you just pull it out and turn it on, take a puff, put it wet, you know, the high, you know, it's, it's maddening. And it was, I've never seen so much smoking in 10 years as I did mm-hmm. on our last trip. Thanks to yeah. the, the vaping like, e-cigarettes. If you want to smoke, that's up to you. If I do not want to smoke, that's up to me. However, what you choose to do to your body can affect everybody else. Like right. you want to do this to yourself and you know the side effects and you're okay and you're willing to take that risk. That doesn't mean the 10,000 people next to you are as well. Like you, yeah. you just, you can't do that. You can't input your habit on somebody else. You right. just can't do that. But really the bottom line is Disney says you can't do it. Yeah. Effective May 1st, 2019, mm-hmm. there is no smoking of any kind in Disney parks. There are designated smoking areas located outside of the parks. So if you just have to have that 2 p.m. smoke break, do you leave your party, go exit the park, go to the designated smoking area, and rejoin your party? It's as simple as that. Yeah. you know, Or yeah. you use it as an opportunity to quit. You're busy. You don't think about it. Just Leave them at home. There you go. How many there parents have used Disney as a way to potty train their children? Millions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it the same way. Yeah. I, Mickey, Mickey doesn't let you smoke. Yeah. Now it's time to quit. <laughs> we, we have a friend who quit smoking on a cruise because he couldn't have it, like, all yep. the time. All and he time. was busy and stuff. So he um, there you go. Yeah, quit smoking on a cruise. Uh, also under the heading of be compliant, listen to the cast member's instructions. When they tell you to fill in all the available space or move to the end of the row. Oh, I hate that. I don't want to climb over your lap. I don't want to do that just to be able to get to a seat to watch Muppet Vision. There are reasons they're telling you to do that. It isn't just they're trying to inconvenience you or ruin your day. (laughs) Pay attention to what the cast member says. Just do it. Again, you have accepted when you purchase that ticket you agreed to the terms and conditions of that park admission. That means that when you paid that money, you agreed to play by Disney's rules. Now that you're inside the park, those rules still apply. 
do what they tell you. This is going to be particularly important in the coming months. Yeah, compliance is now a big one, right? Yeah. Like we have to follow these rules so nobody gets sick. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if they are telling you to wear a mask, wear a mask. If they are telling you to stand here and not stand here, do that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I guess I'll bring this one up now. I guess it's more under aware, but because it's going to be compliance in the future when they open, I need my personal space. I'm just like, what is it with people uh, who are so unaware, like whether you're in line to get food, in line for an attraction, line to get on the monorail or a ferry, uh, line to pay for your purchases. I, you don't need to be three inches behind me. You don't need to be moving whilst talking to your party so that your giant backpack is now smacking me in the back. You don't need to push up against me because you're not going to get to Space Mountain any faster if I'm not moving. Yeah. This is adults and children as well. Don't touch me. This goes for my family. If it's July and 95 degrees and humid, don't touch me <laughs> you stay in your space i'll stay in mine everyone's happy yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm a new yeah. englander and anybody who has been listening to me for a long time knows how i feel about personal space if you ever want to see me really lose my mind put me in a queue with people who are right up climbing oh. up the back of me to try to well, I've seen that. <laughs> you've seen it you've seen it you saw it at disneyland paris i will yes, lose my mind and i will turn into the most karen of karens you have ever seen in your entire life my apologies to all the karens <laughs> out there who are not karens i i will lose my mind i cannot stand it yeah. like it's like it's one thing to like oh my gosh i'm so like i've done that i've bumped into people and i just i didn't see them and oh my gosh i'm so sorry like you apologize That's but it's different going to repeatedly stand there and hit me because you're not paying attention no unacceptable or you just don't care like yeah or, yeah, or just, you just yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. you just don't care yeah um all right so that was my second rant for the day we might actually <laughs> i might rack up a higher score than heather today um all right so be compliant and again going forward masks social distancing which brings me to my next one be kind oh go ahead I have a compliant okay. one that most oh. people don't need to think about. Um, but if oh, that's right, you, Scott, sorry. It, and I don't have to think about this anymore either, unfortunately. But this was truly one of my pet peeves, just simply because of safety. Uh, if you see a service dog in the parks, don't touch it. Please stay away. That dog is trained to do a job. They are there to save somebody's life. Um, I cannot tell you the amount of people, children of course, but adults too, who would just run up to Copley and start petting him. And I get it. He is cute. He is hands down the cutest dog on the entire planet. Of course you want to pet him. Who <laughs> doesn't want to pet Copley? There is something wrong with you if you don't, but he is not a pet. He is there. When he has that vest on, he is there doing a job. So please admire those service dogs from afar. Like, I can't even, it just, it's so disrespectful. It is rude. It is dangerous. Don't do it. And that goes for, don't come up to me and ask if you can pet my service dog. Because then, then I am left with a decision and I either have to say, 
okay because I don't want your kid to cry and now you're taking my dog's attention away from me where in a split second my blood sugar can drop and remember you don't know what these dogs are doing some may be seeing eye dogs some may be seizure alert dogs some may be cancer alert dogs some are blood sugar alert dogs like I had it takes a split second people like you can't pet these dogs you can't ask to pet these dogs I don't want to be the one that gets dirty looks because I'm rude to tell you not to do what you already know to do enough there is no way absolutely no situation is it ever okay for you to go up to an owner of a service dog and ask or begin to pet their dog the end and that goes for the working dogs at Disney too because Disney also has dogs that work for them Mm -hmm. so if the dog's wearing a vest look at it that's it those dogs are not pets the only dog at any place at walt disney world or disneyland where like it's not even disneyland walt disney world where is it it is acceptable for you to ask because you should never just go up to a strange dog ask to pet them is if you're at one of the pet friendly hotels and they're in the dog relief area or if they're at the um the the dog park at fort wilderness that's yep. it. You you That's don't it. you don't come up to me and my dog and pet them or ask to pet them. I feel like we need to like people know and there's some people who are really good and I'll hear them and say that's a working dog and they're trying to teach their kids but not enough people are really aware of what service dogs are or what they are doing that people just are like oh it's a puppy let's go pet it. Mm-hmm. Right. We need better yep. education here. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Thank you. All right. <laughs> that was an important rant. That wasn't just a, I'm angry about like, this is, I'm very passionate yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Bottom line. If it's wearing a vest, it's working. Leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want right. you petting me while I'm working. I'm sure copy didn't either. So. <laughs> All right. Be kind. This, this is just a good rule. <laughs> yeah. No matter where you are in life. It's a good rule in general. Um, But in particular, um, I'm not necessarily talking about to your other guests because hopefully that goes without saying, theoretically, you know, I'm actually talking about to the cast members. Yeah. If something does go wrong, if something is happening, if you are having some type of issue, or if you just have a question, please be kind to the cast members because in almost every circumstance, in almost, I'm, you know, I won't say 100% of the time, in almost every circumstance, the cast member that you're talking to didn't make the rule, isn't in charge of anything, <laughs> uh, you know, and may or may not even have been involved in whatever the incident was. They're trying to help you. Please be kind. <laughs> Go. Darla. I just thought of a song to go with this. Oh, <laughs> oh good. Sing, sing. Well, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Thank oh, you. Where oh, were you when I was making my list? I don't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but it's totally true. You know, you and they, what do they say about the sugar? Honey attracts more than vinegar and stuff like yeah, that. You attract more flies with, with honey than vinegar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. if you're not, I found that if you are polite and nice, like to Today, I was in the park. I was on hold for two hours, but I was so nice to that person when they picked up the phone and I felt like I got it done. I was beyond frustrated mm-hmm. because of that. But that wasn't their fault. You know, right. So, right. now if it was their fault, I would have, you know, said my piece in that way. But yeah, I, I find that being kind goes a whole lot further than not being kind. Yeah. A yeah. big cheesy Mickey grin is going to get you a lot further than 
anger and frustration. And it's okay to be angry and frustrated. It is not okay to direct those emotions at the cast member who's trying to help you. You can let the cast member know that you're frustrated. You can just say, listen, you know, I waited X, Y, and Z, and then this got taken away or this happened. And, you know, that's just really like, I'm bummed because my kid is crying. You can let them know, but you don't have to scream and yell or give them an attitude. You can just say, how can we fix this? What, here's the situation, please help me. Disney loves, they pride themselves on their service, one of the things, and they, are they try to help you if they can that's you know they are going to try to help you and they'll go above and beyond yeah not if you're being a jerk to them they're just going to try to get you out of there as fast as they can yeah yeah i always walk up to any guest services on a cruise or disney world or any hotel or whatever and i i always smile and say hi i was wondering if you could help me with this or hi how are you or you know something yeah and so asking least, a question will always get you further than stating a demand. Yeah. Yeah. When when I was on the cruise before, I had an issue with internet. And I went up to the... Just one? Guest service, well, <laughs> one particular. And I went up to the person at guest services and I said, Hi, I have a question about the internet if you can help me. You know, and they, they actually refunded my money because of... Well, yep. it's a whole thing. But um, I which I ended up using again because of their internet. But that's that's not the issue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the issue was maybe that's a whole pet peeve or yeah, so yeah, Disney Cruise Line has its own list of pet peeves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I was because I was nice about it. Probably if I had not been so nice, they might not have done what they did. Yeah. That's my philosophy anyway. Yeah. Um yes. Just I wonder what, like, what has happened in culture, in society that has become people feel like anybody who is in a service capacity, because we are in our professional jobs, like, what has made us think that it is okay to demand things of people? These cast members are not your servants. They're there to help you, but that's to help you. They don't work for you. And how dare you try to demand something from them and be nasty to them? Like, always be kind to people who are in service and who are trying to help you make things right. Yeah. And have reasonable expectations about what making it right looks like. Yeah. A ride breaking down when you're on it does not earn you a stay in the suite at Cinderella Castle. No, that's not how that works. Has to use that day. You're laughing, Charlotte, but I've no, no. (laughs) I know. I was thinking about when we were in the queue for Rise of the Resistance. And we made it all the way in, and we were almost on the actual ride. We'd done this, like, one pre-show, two pre-show, yep. and then it broke down. They said, you have to leave. And all these people started yelling at those people. And you and I both said, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, sure, it's, it's, like it's the that cast member's like, personal fault. Do you think that, they, like, flipped a switch and was like, yeah, yeah. these people look mean. I'm just going to turn yeah. the ride off. Yeah. They can't and, do it. And one of the guys literally said, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, I, I, this is my third time trying to ride this ride. I mean, at this point I should get to sleep in Cinderella castle. He actually yeah. said that that's where yeah. that came from. Yeah. And I'm hoping he was kidding, but and it, look, who, it, who wouldn't be frustrated in that situation? I tried to ride this ride once and actually got on and it was the most exhausting Disney day of my life. Like I yeah. never want to do that again. So I can only imagine trying to do that three times and then not getting to ride. I'd be really pissed off too. Ooh, if you could say that. But, but Sarah and I both said, be like the way they handled this, 
You know, they didn't have they to did. give us a fast pass the, the next day after their glitch. They didn't have to give us a fast pass when they dumped us from the line. I think that's standard protocol for them. But, you know, it was, I think they handle it in every way they can. And they have rules how they handle this for a reason or protocols how they handle it. <laughs> you know, that's not the cast member's fault that the ride broke, right. that the ride breaks. It's that's how it yeah. is. So, One of the cast members actually said to us, believe me, I would much rather be being mean to you right now in character yes. <laughs> than being nice to you <laughs> escorting great. you off the ride. So <laughs> yeah. Understood. Do you get it? Yeah. I get it. <laughs> um, all right. So then, and then the final thing that I have for all of this is just another favorite Disney song that sums it all up. If you can, if it's possible, let it go. <laughs> just let it go. Don't yeah. let whatever it is, ruin your vacation. Um, and I'm definitely guilty of this. Like I'll get something stuck in my head or stuck in my, and I'll get frustrated about it and I'll hang on to it and I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm better about it. Um, but I've I, seen my best friend, Becky, throw a temper tantrum. This is like a 40 year old woman, like sit down in the middle of the street because she's upset that like X person in her party didn't do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. No, I don't even mean that. Yeah. I just mean like sometimes like something will happen in the morning and like it's still simmering in the back of my brain at the end of the day, mm -hmm. which means that I wasn't fully enjoying all the other great things that happened the rest of that day. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> yes. You do what I do and you give yourself, depending on the severity of what has happened, I give myself five to 15 minutes to be cranky and then move on from it. And I find that really helps. Like you, if you sit in that five minutes and just like be miserable and you hate everybody, it's awful. And then the five minutes is up and you're like, okay, fine, whatever. And then, yeah. then you can move on from it. Yep. yep. Yeah. Feel your feelings and then let it go. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's important to clarify, right? That we're not saying that you shouldn't be frustrated. We're not saying that you shouldn't be angry. We're not saying that you shouldn't, it's okay to have those feelings and it's okay to acknowledge those feelings. Um, because not everything goes perfectly all the time, right? Yeah. You know? And you're still at Walt Disney World on vacation. You're not at home. You're not working. Right. Like you're with the people that you love most in the world. And even if they're really irritating you right now, you still wouldn't trade them for anything. Like think like that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that all of us have at some point in our lives, in our maybe even on our last trip, being aware of all this, have been inconsiderate in some way. We're I'm not sure above I all have. of this. I'm sure uh, we are, I have. Yeah, we are oh, not I'm above this. For yourself, I certainly have not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. You know, I I just hang on. Just let saying, me pull out my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just saying to do your best and you know try to be considerate of others and everything like you that. You are not um, the only human on the planet. Yeah. Just yeah. be aware and considerate of your surroundings. Yeah. Or just try. <laughs> just try. A little bit of effort goes a long way. Uh, all right. So that does it for this week. Uh, on the Patreon Extra, if you thought we ranted here, brace yourselves. <laughs> I, have, I have pointless Disney rants. Nitty-gritty, itty-bitty stuff that sort of irks <laughs> us. So there are some of you that don't enjoy the rants. Totally get that. This Patreon extra is not for you. I'm, you've been warned. <laughs> I'm telling you now. <laughs> we're feeling our feelings. You we're can feel, go feel your acknowledging our feelings <laughs> in great depth. Yes. Um, 
and we get it. If you don't like it, that's okay. We'll be back next week. Um, if you are, if you enjoy a rant, tune in. If you enjoy a rant but aren't a Patreon supporter, what are you waiting for? <laughs> this is where all this the good rants happen. <laughs> yes, go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess and you can sign up to support us. Um, we've had a couple of people who have upgraded um, their memberships. So thank you so thank much. Thank you. If you are a $15 a month member, I'm going to be sending out a message later today. Check your emails because I want to make sure that we have your mailing addresses. Just in case we want to, I don't know, send you something. So check your emails. Uh, what are we talking about next week? Do we know yet? No idea. I don't think we know no. yet. No. Right. Always looking for questions for listener Q&As. Those are our favorite episodes to do. Um if you want to, you could, I, I think there's a way we might be able to do this. If you want to record a video of yourself asking the question, if you want to do it that way, we can always throw maybe a, your video question into the podcast for those of you who are watching us on YouTube um, or the audio into the, you know, you could, so yeah, you could probably, you could probably do that, right? Thanks video. for volunteering me for that. Appreciate it. I was going to say, she just like lot. threw this I'll, idea out. <laughs> it out if you can't i know how I to can. do it and i yeah. will be so yeah of course, I can. of course i can do it have you not met me you know i'm gonna figure it out exactly yeah that's why i felt safe <laughs> because i knew if you couldn't i would so that's fine <laughs> um but you can always email us at info at disneyparkprincess.com you can always reach us individually at our names at disneyparkprincess.com sarah at heather at charlotte at disneyparkprincess.com uh that's it we will talk to you next week and if you are a Patreon supporter, stay tuned because there's more coming at you. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.